0: Okay, well, we're ready to go. Um, so before we get started, just wanted to remind people um, that um, I'm going to talk about the topic for about half of the call, and um, and do then do want to hear from from you too in terms of your questions or any thoughts you'd like to share. Um, not not only limited to the topic today, but anything about your understanding of the principles. So um, right now everyone's muted. So for me to open up your line to ask a question, when we get ready for questions in about in about thirty minutes, uh, just uh, hit star two on your phone, and I, I will see that you have a question. And then get to you. So let's, um, we'll, we'll get started that way. The other piece is that, um, as uh, some of you know, th- th- this will be a recording that will be available for you to listen or download, and um, um, it'll be on my website. So I'll give you all of that information at the end of the call. Uh, but today, well, it's really good to get back to uh, the teleseminar. May we missed May as I was in um, London for the Made Health Conference and presenting at the Made Health Conference, and I also did a um, an event, uh, a two-day event prior to the Made Health Conference for people who um, are facilitating with the principles and help them uh, be more impactful with their uh, sharing and principles. So uh, nice to be back with the teleseminars, and welcome to all of you. Um, today um, is a topic really dear to my heart because over the last three years I've really been doing a lot more uh, coaching and mentoring uh, three principles facilitators. A lot of people wanting to share the principles in their work. And uh, actually some people really uh, transitioning from other other ways of doing their work to the principles. And also just people who have had insights in uh, um, I was, oh, realization of the principles, you know, in your life, you know, people come up to you and ask you, uh, either friends or, um, or family members, you know, might ask you about what you're learning in the sense that they see that you're, you're, you're different in the way that you go about your life with them. That happened for me, you know, the first six months of, my understanding and uh, learning how to share these principles. Um, after the first six months, a colleague in my clinic came up and and really did. She asked me what I'd been learning because she had seen me make some changes. And so how do you answer that? How do you share um, about your insights into the principles or your understanding of the principles? It's really important that you can share them, that you do... Uh, find ways that you can share because, you know, the world needs this understanding and um, what, whatever you've seen of the principles would be helpful to people. But, but most people that I've talked with when it comes to sharing the principles uh, get caught up with some level of insecurity um, or they feel stuck or um, they notice that they're sharing it in a way that uh it's not making sense for to the person who asks with either clients or uh groups where you're sharing them as a talk or just with friends and uh family members. So I wanted to help that today. Um uh, because although it's very helpful to to get better at how you communicate the principles and I uh, guess what people in the field call grounding it's nice to get more understanding of the principles, um, that isn't where your, your sharing will have more impact and meaningfulness in a conversation. Uh, where it really will gain meaningfulness and impact is through listening. And so I wanted to, to talk with you about that today um, because the listening that I'm I'm speaking to, um, really goes beyond just hearing people's words uh, and really listening within your two ears, you know. So I wanted to spend some time there with you. I wanted to share a bit, what does it mean? What are you looking for? Uh, What really is available to you uh, when you listen to assist you in how you share the principles? I want to share a bit about what are some obstacles that get in the way of good listening, and um, talk about them. To, talk about listening to not just in terms of you as a facilitator of the principal, but also just in terms of relationships. Because the listening piece in relationships make, brings people closer, and uh, so we'll, we'll try try to cover all of that and leave room for people to share their questions or thoughts. So, what does it mean to listen? Well, really, here's the point. What it really means to listen is that when someone is wanting to hear uh, what you know, your understanding of these principles, whether it's a client, whether it's a group, whether it's an audience you're presenting to, or whether it's simply a friend or a family member, you want to get yourself quiet first. You don't even want to think about what to say. So you don't want to look there first. Uh, so the first step is really getting quiet inside of you. And that means really, really quieting down your own uh, personal thinking when it looks like it's time for you to share something. Either you've gotten a direct question um, or your clients are asking for help. So that's the first step. Uh, the first helpful step is moving away from uh, uh, thinking about what to say to getting yourself quiet, quiet in regards to your own personal thinking. For example, having an opinion of the person, or um, being judgmental about about them, or just thinking about yourself. Oh man, I don't really know them well to share yet, or man, where do I start? Do I share the whole, all three principles? Um, uh, Or man, you know, um, I'm not going to say it as well as so-and-so. So So there's a lot of thinking uh, I have seen in me uh, through the years and also in the people that I've been coaching that we have to quiet down. So really that's the first piece. And the first piece is to know that's where to go. I mean, even if you're just uh, starting here to get better at listening, just reducing some of that internal thinking a little bit will help a lot, really. Because um, what I've seen is people take their first step when they're asked to share the principles at starting to think about what to say. And the first step has to become, is, is to go more inside of yourself and quiet down. So that's the first piece, is really getting better at that, getting better at being quiet. And also getting better at, as your own personal thinking comes in, how to let it go so you can stay quiet. It's all about getting quiet and trusting that. Um, The deeper part of that, though, is to make a connection to the person. So the deeper part of the listening is, starting with getting quiet, but then you want to make a connection to what I call the humanness of the person. So you're, you haven't even said anything yet. They've asked you something, or they're asking you to help them with what you know uh, with this particular issue. And your first step is to go inside and quiet yourself down. The second step is to reach out inside, reach out um, through your consciousness, to make a connection to the humanness of that person. So some ways that I have found to do that is to get interested in why are they asking this now? Um, How is it that they can uh, be caught up in this issue if they knew the principles? What are they missing? Uh, why Why is this valuable for them now? So, so the first piece to get deeper is to be curious about them. So a friend, uh, notices you're, you know, acting differently and they ask you, what are you learning? Well, again, you know, the first step there again is to get quiet, but the next one is, why are they asking that of you now? Why is that important to them now? Now here's the value of that. The value of trying to really hear, where they're coming from is that it helps you avoid making assumptions about about it. So you don't want your sharing of the principles guided by what you think they want to hear, you know? So if you somebody asks you and you just get started, your answer is going to be coming from um, it's got to be coming from you what you think they need to hear, right? Because you haven't heard anything more from them. So this deeper sense of listening is is reaching out internally, you know, reaching out uh, spiritually to hear where they're coming from. So I call it listening beyond yourself. You want to get yourself out of the picture in your mind, and you want to hear more about them. Um, Now, you're going to be there. Of course you're there. And, um, and of course, your listening doesn't mean that you get to some level way beyond you, you know. It just means that your own thinking and you are out of the picture. So you really get a sense of what what where they're coming from, that they're either asking you, here's the difficulty I'm facing, what can I do? Or somebody's asking you, what have you seen that's been so helpful? So, so one way is to be curious about it. Like, you know, well, uh, just, this is just an, a little play example. It might be something like, well, you know, I'd love to talk with you about it. Why, the, what, what, do you, what have you noticed that you're asking me about it now? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, what, what is it that you think you'd like to know? Just, you're just trying to find some way that you're going to connect with them and hear where they're coming from. The deeper you can hear where they're coming from, it's going to be easier for you to know how to share what you know, what parts of what you know to share, in a meaningful way, in a way that makes sense. So the more you take time to listen in this manner, the more what you share from your understanding of the principles will have meaningfulness for people. Again, I'm talking with you, I'm making points, knowing about our time together, the short time we have together. Um, And uh, I'll tell you, I'll talk to you at the end if you'd like to talk with me more about this. Now, here's the wonderful um, benefit of you trying to get better with your listening in this way. Uh, rather than just setting out right away to share what you know. When you listen quietly and try to be deeper with the connection to this human being, the intelligence that you are, the wisdom, the fact that you are mine, and the intelligence of that will assist you. So the more you get you, personally you, out of the way, like the more I get Mark Howard out of the way and my thinking about how I should go about answering this or my assumptions of what they would like to hear or my opinions. Um, The more that's out of the way and the more I can really hear the humanness of that person, the intelligence that's there assists me. It shows me things. It helps me see something that would be relevant for this person and more meaningful. So, you have more going for you as you get better with your listening than if you just relied on your own thoughts about how to go about sharing this. What part of the principle should I share? That kind of thing. And it really, really is there for you because you are connected to mind and so is that that other person, your client, or the group you're making presentations to, or your friend or family—they're connected like you to mind, and this kind of listening is allowing you to hear more from it, to be assisted and guided from from there. So it may it may um, uh, just come up as uh, you getting a sense that you need to hear a little bit more before you know what to say about what your client's up against. Um, Or you uh, may need to stay quieter or just something comes up to share. So, you know, the other day, just with two different clients, one, it came up that uh, this person, it might be good to share with this person uh, how thought creates their experience, you know. And so that's what I said. I said, well, you know, it, it might be helpful if we talked about how, how the nature of thought works, how thought creates your, your feelings and experience that you're talking to me about, what do you think of that? So you could see within that feeling, as I was listening to the person that came up for me, I was listening, listening to another client, a, a couple who were very, very despondent about their relationship and very discouraged. And as I was listening to that and trying to, you know, listen to them and hear what they were up against more and more and hear more connection, it occurred to me to speak to them of the deep um, love and understanding that everybody's connected to, another way of talking about mind, and uh, and to offer that to them. And as we started to talk about that, even though... They couldn't see it anymore. They couldn't really feel that love and understanding. I wanted to talk with them about it being there. And um, as we started to talk about it, I could see they were their feeling state was lifting a bit. And so we went forward with that. So these are just different ways in which um, listening in this manner, I'm, I get assisted by uh, this wisdom, the intelligence. So you could see with two clients, they were really completely two different ways of sharing my understanding of the principles. Um, but other times it comes out simply like, you know, you need to get quieter, Mark, or, you know, uh you need to ask some more because you're not seeing anything. Or you just need to be quiet. That's what happened yesterday when I was coaching a three-principal facilitator, we got to a meaningful place and then there was nothing more. And I was just quiet because I really didn't see where to go. So I just told her, you know, I'm, I'm quiet now because I'm just listening to our last conversation and see what comes up for them. She said, fine, that's fine. That's... And so um, if you honor the listening and if you really respect that, um you will be more you will be more meaningful with what you share. It will be more impactful. It will lead you to a really deeper conversation. If you wait until the intelligence is guiding you, you'll see that uh, when you share, it's pretty impactful. So really briefly, really briefly, that's that's the listening process. Getting yourself beyond, thinking about yourself and really trying to hear the humanness of the person. And as you do that, as you explore that, the intelligence that you are will guide you. Well, what are some obstacles to that kind of listening? Well, we've covered some of them already. I think one of the things I see a lot with three principles uh, facilitators is that they're making assumptions um, about <clears throat> what people uh, need to hear about the principles It's not really coming from a deep interaction um, with their clients the clients say something and then uh, you know we make an assumption of what what we should talk about um, or you ask a question and you don't really get an answer but you kind of fill in the blanks for for people's um, and assume that the first thing they shared with you is an answer, so then you um, you share to that. Um, um, other obstacles that get in the way um, is um, comparing many times uh, through the years now, uh, particularly as people are making transitions to the three principles in their work. Um, they look at all that's available. You know, there's a lot of videos available of people uh, teaching the principles, people who have been around for many, many years teaching the principles. And so um, during a time of sharing the principles, a, a, a three-principal facilitator might start comparing what they're saying or how they're teaching it to, to, to some of these other people. And um, that gets uh people insecure. And I always go back to um, whatever it is you know about these principles, whatever insights you've had, if you share from that the purity of those principles, you are as, you know, impactful or you'll lead to a meaningful conversation like anybody else in the principles community because when you teach what you know, Um, you're coming from the feeling of that insight and that's really what's impacting people you know so many people say it in so many different ways and it's not the words it's um, where people you know where people are coming from when they share that and when you share really truly what you have seen you're in that feeling state and that's what people that you're sharing it with whether it's your clients or family members, wherever it is, your colleagues, when you share from that place, that's what's the impactful piece. Other times, you know, people will share too soon. Um, and I've seen this a lot too, because this listening I talked to you about could take place in 10 seconds. Or it could take a bit for you to really hear something. And, as that listening prolong, you know gets prolonged, people start thinking about how long it's taking. You know, so what I've learned through the years, again, I'm talking to you about things that have happened to me too. you know, I'm talking about like thirty three years in sharing the principles, so early on um I was dealing with a lot of insecure thought that you know I had to find ways to quiet down and um not pay attention to and really respect that it's very important to wait till I get some guidance in my listening to, to teach because that'll lead to a more meaningful conversation. Um, and so uh, one of the ways we can get insecure is that we're quiet. We're, you know, our, our being quiet and trying to listen for something is taking a while. <clears throat> So what's come up for me for that is just me. Again, the intelligence is saying something. It's been quiet for a bit. Help your client. So I'll let them know what's going on. Because, you know, when clients uh, see you quiet for a little bit, they have a tendency to get insecure about it. So you want to let them know why you're quiet. Or sometimes if it's going on for a bit, um, it may mean that I just need to know more. I may need to just hear this person some more. So I'll just say, you know, um, I'm not really hearing much yet. Let's keep talking. And, you know, it's amazing how clients or colleagues or whatever are okay with that because they hear the humanness of you wanting to find something to, to, to say that's meaningful. So they'll give you a lot of room to find that. So sometimes when I notice that, um, uh, I've been quiet for a little while, uh, I'll, I'll, it, it may just occur to me that, you know, I'm not, I don't have enough yet. So let's keep talking. So I'll tell them that. I'll tell people that. You know, I'm, I've really been listening to hear something to share with you about what I've seen around these principles. Nothing's really come up yet. I mean, things have come up, but they don't really fit what's right for you. Or what's right for your question. So let's keep talking. Tell me more. You know, Um, what what was interesting to you about this? You know, what what do you? So all I'm doing by talking more is again I get back to that deeper listening. See, and I'm just I'm not really caring about the words so much. What I'm caring about is getting quieter to hear more about the humanity of this person so I can hear how to share the principles. So, my gosh, you know, I'm covering a lot that um, takes a good bit of of, uh, longer discussions to really get the meaning of this. I hope it's uh, making sense to people. I wanted to cover one last piece before opening it up for your questions or your thoughts or anything you want to share. Over the years in working with a lot of couples in a love relationship. And this is true about relationships, all all kinds of relationships. But the closeness people want to find with one another um, is um, is fostered by the, the listening people do with each other. At first, what it looks like for uh, people in relationship is if only I could share with people my point of view, that will get us to where we want to go. It looks like we've got to talk a lot on this item in our relationship um, in order to get where we want to go, more understanding, uh, more closeness, things like that. But you see what tends to happen if you talk with each other without understanding, um, it doesn't go well because people get caught up in their separate reality, how thought creates their view. And then, uh, of course, the other person has their view, given the nature of thought, too, how it plays out. So both people are talking about their separate reality, and it's actually creating more of a distance than a connection. So it doesn't mean that it isn't important to share, but that's not the first thing to do. The first thing to do is really listen to your part. Really listen to your colleague. Uh really listen in the way that we've been talking about today. And um no you know, most people in relationships don't see that's the first step to take. But it is, because in the listening you want to get your opinions out of the way. You want to get your separate reality out of the way and really hear how that person you're in a relationship with came to see it their way. That's the key. Again, it's, in a way, kind of the same process uh, in the sense that uh, the way to listen to this is to get your thinking out of the way as much as you can and be curious about this human being. And where did that... um, where did their, their reality come from? Where did their way of going about this life issue come from? Where did it, uh, why is, why is it important to them? Honestly, if you could do that exploration without getting caught up in being judgmental or having an opinion about what you're hearing, uh, you will touch something, uh, about the human condition That you will, the minute you see it about your partner, you will feel completely connected. You will actually feel the connection that you already have because both of you are the spiritual energy manifesting an experience of life through different thoughts, huh? That's why you have separate realities. But what you want to do is really feel that connection. And the way you do that is through listening. Now, when you feel a connection, that other person feels that that connection too. They really do. The minute you feel connected, they feel it. So sometimes you'll see, oh, man, that's what's going on for you. I could see that. Oh, that's what you're up against. Oh, that's why it's important to you. Now, it doesn't look important to me, but... When I really hear the meaning of it for you as a human, uh, I get it. And the minute you get it, you're connected. And the minute you get it, the other person feels you getting it. And both of you calm down. Honestly, both of you calm down. And that's the understanding uh, both people are looking for in a relationship and in that understanding state of mind you two people can talk about anything and that's where uh two people in a relationship can really um work out any issues that seem to be important um because those feelings of understanding take over and they lead you to um, expressing those deeper feelings through being generous or compassionate uh, or, you know, using your wisdom together to work something out. It's a beautiful space to experience. So again, that's how listening can really help love relationships. Because it allows uh, two people to feel the connection um, that both of you have, that your own separate reality, as another way saying your own personal uh, uh, um, thinking, is is kind of not allowing you to to get to. So um, I want to check in with uh, the people on the call today uh we covered a lot of points together and um there's there's more about them but i wanted to stay where we are right now and see if anybody who has a question about what's presented today or if you'd like to share something that you thought of as we were talking today um or, or anything else so to do that you need to press um star uh, two on your phone, and I will see that. So if you'd like to sh- I wish you would share. It's really great if we could have interaction together, and it will help me too to see if I could speak a little more meaningful to these points by hearing what you're thinking. So you just need to, spread- to press star two, and I'll see that. Oh, okay. There's someone. So somebody, you can start talking. Whoever did, there's no name coming up.
1: Hi, Marcus. Jackie here. Oh, hi, Jackie. Hi, I'm calling from London, UK. Oh, great!
0: Okay. Um, great to have you. you on board.
1: Thank you. I found you on online and I've uh, been following you, and I thought I'd join you today. Um, my question is: Was it important? I think I know the answer to this anyway. But I I, I train a lot of groups on confidence building, getting them back into work. And there's times when I want to share the principles with them. But the groups are quite big. And sometimes I slip things in about thought and we have a little discussion on it. But I find it really hard to share it in the big groups. Is it important to get permission first? Um, On a one-to-one basis, I find it a lot easier. I don't know if you could speak to that.
0: Mhm, and you're saying is it important to what
1: yeah permission first
0: oh, I see um, well, uh, I think that uh it looks more challenging to uh, to to look at sharing the principles in a large group, but really um. It's no different because the connection is there, and so so you want that. And uh, the listening really is up to you. See, see the listening in a group setting or even in a presentation setting is really about your consciousness. It's not so much about the group's consciousness, although we could talk about that at some point, too, Um It's really where you're going to stand within yourself. And what that really means is that you don't want to have uh, much thinking about the group or whatever you're noticing about the group on your mind when you go to share the principles. Um, So that's one point. Another point is, yeah, it's always nice, I think, this is just me as a as a three principles person. But I think it's really helpful to get permission um, because, uh, particularly in a large group, because you just want to hear if it's okay to go ahead, you know. Uh, and all that means is something like this. Um, geez, you know, I have something here to talk, to share with you about in our meeting about these about uh some really helpful uh really helpful understanding, it's about these principles, and is it okay with you if I share with you one point that i I think that could be helpful to you? See, so that's all that that is. Is just like asking the group if it's okay to to share you know um, and uh that's really nice because it, it gets into a nice feeling. About it that you want to have when you're sharing the principle. Now, um, what if they said, "Well, no," you know? Well, then you could listen to that. You know, you could say, "Well, geez, what is, what's that about?" You know, what 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 would you like to hear? You see, you could start to explore with a large group the same thing you would do with an individual. But what I have found is if the rapport has been built already and you're feeling connected, and you're really uh, feeling, you're in a state of uh, quietness, um, that people will give you the permission, see? So uh, then you would share, and then you would listen to that. So you would share, and then you would say, well, now, what made sense? How did that, did that make sense to you? And, um People say yes, and then you want to listen because, again, just people saying yes isn't giving you much. You know, to 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 teach to that yes means that you're going to have to assume uh, what people got. So I always listen deeper. Say, okay, well, can somebody tell me what did you hear? Oh man! And when you hear, now in a large group. When you hear that from people, it really helps you see what they need. You know, so that's how the listening helps you there. Sometimes in groups, large groups, I've had topics I've had to share. So I have to get me in a consciousness of really being quiet and I share the topic and I want the topic to be guided by my listening to this group. So... um, so, I think it's great to get permission. It really connects you deeper. All you're doing, huh, Jackie, all you're doing for other people on the call, all you're doing is is listening deeper when you ask for permission, aren't you? You're just connecting more. Uh, you're getting outside of yourself uh, to hear if it's okay to share something with people. That makes sense?
1: Oh, a lot of sense. It's, that's really great what you said. In a funny way, when I'm not sharing the principles and I'm talking about the other things, I'm just talking from wisdom. I just get ideas of what to say. Yeah. I'm not really concerned about them, and they love my sessions. I'm, like, one of the best trainers there. And now I'm starting to share those principles. I'm getting into my head about it.
0: Well, I think... Uh, uh, I think that, you know, you already know the state at which uh, to to share and let your wisdom guide you. And uh, it's no different um, with, with sharing the principles except that maybe, you, you know, people get some thinking about it. Uh, it's the same, same consciousness you want to get into that you're already getting into that the group loves to hear. And, you know, again, what they're loving to hear is... Um, is the feeling you're in, and you know what what you what you're sharing and the feeling that you're in, so um, again, you know, if you're going to go in right from the beginning with the principles, you just want to go in beforehand, you just want to kind of reflect on, well, what do you know today that you want to share? Um, if you want to make a transition to the principles, then you know helping yourself by asking permission will allow you to get quieter, you know. So, I hope that's helpful. And if um, you, you want to uh, talk further, you could email me. I have. I oh, Okay. <laughs> Jackie, great.
1: I've got it on Monday, Monday or Sunday, so I'll send, send it again, just in case you haven't got it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay.
0: Well, Jackie, it's great to hear from you. I'm glad you're coming to us from London, and um yeah, it's still early there um so again, anybody else um who'd like to share something um, just press star two again, you know, I really love our teleseminars to be one where it's interactive, and uh oh here we go, here we go it's it's uh I'm just un- right, Let me unmute you. It's Fred. Hi, Fred.
2: Yeah. Hi, Dr. Howard.
0: Hey, good um, to hear from Fred
2: me. from Vancouver.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I think as you know, I was introduced to this 30-some years ago uh, by yourself, and uh, I found a lot of value in it, and uh, I've appreciated it very much your teachings and other teachings of the principles. And as a lay person I uh I want to share this. And yeah. uh I found it very difficult <laughs> or not uh, uh you know I, I share it because I find it of value but I wonder sometimes if uh, I never should have been a teacher of it, but uh because I find it a value I'm constantly um attempting to do that with uh in in um, oh you know, I don't know you know, not, not all the time, but on occasion. Um, I have a men's group that, uh, have got together, uh, the other, other night. And, you know, it, it seems like the terms, um, you know, I, I get, uh, you know, the using of the terms of the three principles starts off not being correct. You know, mind, consciousness, and thought. In fact, one insightful fellow says, what, how do you, what do you think is consciousness, you know, and I, so I, I gave him my, my, my thoughts on that, and, and then, you know, mind, um, but the best thing I've found is that uh, this is a spiritual group that I'm with, and uh, uh, so, you know, I mean, using mind, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't compute, so I've used, you know, source, or uh, don't want to get too spiritual, or, you know, using God. Uh, in in this case so uh that's about as close as i've come you know but when i when i use well what are the principles you know mind consciousness and thought and then try to describe those on a thought basis you know it's just uh, it doesn't I, I just don't feel like i, I I'd, I'd like to know more about that as far as the approach in when you say the three principles um uh, you know the first thing out of well what are they you know but uh, to, to to go, it, it doesn't it doesn't really work for me to go directly. So, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit here, but uh, I don't know if you get the gist of what I'm asking. Uh, you know, how do I communicate that on a personal basis, not being a a a, a teacher of it, but uh, wanting to convey the benefits that I've received from it.
0: Well, you know, I think that. Um... I think that, uh, in a, in a personal way, and I think in a group like what you're saying, I think the place you want to find is, um, the, the the place you want to find is what, what do you have a feeling for today? Uh, trying to tackle the three principles without a feeling that you've been invited to talk about the three principles uh makes it more difficult because um uh most of the time when I go into a session even I'm not there I'm not into teaching the three principles. I'm into kind of finding um well what what am I seeing uh right now? Where, what's my understanding of it right now and let and what does this person what's this person need to hear? You see, so I think that where we get handcuffed is we try to teach too much. And uh, in a group like that, to try to go about just sharing the principles um, directly uh, may not be the place to start. I think the place to start is to talk about the feeling you have about this and, um, and what have you seen You know, because when you talk there, um, you you really know that. I mean, that's really true for you. And the minute you're able to start talking there and share it with people, then um, you can listen to that and more will come to you. So that's where I would start because you have seen... Uh, you have had understandings for yourself, Fred, and I think that's where to start rather than to tell people about the three principles. I think eventually it may get there, but, you know, um, I mean, even when I go in to give talks, uh unless it's like at an innate health conference that I'm asked to, to share the principles, Um, that's a lot to take on in a small group. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that you can't do it, and not that uh, you should not do that, but it should be guided more from your listening than it is from trying to start there. Mm -hmm. If you're going to start in a group of other human beings, I would start with the feeling of it for you. What do you... what? What do you see that, that you've got the most feeling for uh, today? Now, for me, for example, when I first went back to the clinic, it wasn't the three principles. What I had a feeling for were that, was that feelings are made up or that our thoughts create feeling. Now, I could talk a bit there, but at that point of my uh, time with the principles, I couldn't really talk much about mind or consciousness. So I talked where I knew something, where I had a deep feeling for it being the truth. See, when you talk, when this isn't just for Fred, it's for everybody. When you talk from what you see right now, and you have a feeling for it, uh, nobody could sway you. There's no question that could throw you. So I think that that's the thing to do for your group. I I think it's wonderful that when you get opportunities, you try to share about the principles. I think that's really helpful. Pe- people need to hear this. And you've been helped. And you've seen things. But that's what I, I think you should start with is, hey, I've seen this. I've seen that if I do this, where it's coming from. See, that's where you start. And when you talk like that, nobody can, can sway you from that because that's your insight. Um, and then when you share it, uh, then you listen to what people are saying about it and you try to hear more there and it'll, it, you'll see more. hmm You know, so when I said to my first client, thought, create your feelings, they said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, what do you think? You know, I don't know more than that right now. I have a deep feeling that that's true. Why don't we just talk about it? What what did you hear? See, I start listening to them. I just get in it. I get into a conversation with them. But were I to tackle the three principles, it may not even be right to uh, talk about the three principles. People may not even be open to hearing about three spiritual principles. they may sound like they are, but really they're not you know people say, "Well, what are the three principles?" but people aren't open at that point to hear you describe the three principles, so then you've got to do a lot of work uh getting them to hear you <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but if you start with if you start with well Look, I just want to share with you what, what I've seen that's helped me. Here's a point that I have seen about how we are, how our spiritual energy manifests. You know, something like that. Here's what I've seen. Now when you talk there, you grab people's attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, but it's always sitting in that listening mode rather than, um, trying to fill in the blanks mode. But that's what I would share with everybody is when you're going to talk to people about it, share what you know. Well, thanks so much, Fred. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, thank you. Um, Again, just want to hear, um, we have time to hear from one more person. Really would love to hear from anybody. Uh, Any thoughts you're having or any questions? Well we we have a lot of you on the call today um and uh, again, you know the spirit of this is to um is to have a place where you know we can look at something about the principles and talk to each other about it because you've seen something too, okay,, oh, we've got another person, and um what's coming up for me is Elena,
3: yes, hi, Mark
0: oh hi Alina I'm good how are you
3: I'm wonderful thank you for taking the call and I know I want to ask you um, when you were talking sorry for the background noise um, when you were talking about listening and how we quiet down and listen without really thoughts in our head and what you said is that at some point, like you you look for the humanness in another person, and at some point you you hear, you find something. Can you tell, can you talk a little bit more about that? Because that's a very subtle point for me.
0: Well, someplace, somewhere you're going to hear as you proceed up and just trying to hear where they're coming from, you're going to hear. Um, either where they're caught up in the sense that they don't, like in the human condition, they don't see this as being created from thought, or you're going to see something about them that they're really uh, fighting here, um, or they're, they got insecure here, or they really want to be understood, um or they've really done the best they can. You can hear something about just being in the human condition that we're all in. Um, So that's, as you're listening as a facilitator, as you're listening as a partner, um, sometimes you'll just see, well, geez, you know, what they were up against that made them mm, look at a particular issue in life that, that way. So I just had a couple, and I've shared this in the past, this story with a couple that I was working with on this, and I kind of directed them in the office to kind of listen this way. So the husband was listening to his wife, and he he was like saying, you know, whenever we get into a difficult time together, you get quiet, and I want to talk, and you don't want to have anything to do with talking, and... And I'd really love to hear where that's coming from. So there's the first piece of listening. I really want to hear where you're coming from, rather than I need you to learn how to talk more. So that's the difference. And truly, he really did want to hear. So, um, so she said. So she said, I don't know. It's just that I just feel like I need to be quiet. And um, so then it occurred to him in the session, this is just genuinely occurring to him. But, you know, nobody in your family gets quiet. They're all talking all the time about things. And she said, yeah, that's true. Um, I just don't know why it's so different for me, you know. So then he said, well, I mean, did anything, you know, where did that come from? See, he's curious. Where did it come from? And all of a sudden, something that, uh, she remembered something. And, um, you know, she remembered that um, when she was uh, going into junior high, she got very, very ill and had to be in a hospital for like two months. And um, it got very lonely. You can imagine a girl going into junior high and not being able to go uh, because at that point she, she's in a hospital. And her friends would visit and her family would visit, but there was a lot of alone time. And she was, so she's telling uh, her husband this in our session, and she's saying, you know, uh, I at that time I really got really bad in a bad place, and I realized that I have to do it myself. Nobody else is going to do it for me if I was going to make it through. And he said, oh, my God. Now I see. And when I asked him, what do you mean? What did you see? And he said, I see now that her being quiet is coming from this. She has to work it through. And she said, yeah, that's exactly right. And they got so close. I mean, they started crying. They got so close together. They touched their human condition. He touched her humanness. That, at some point in her life, she was in a situation where she had she made a decision that she 's got to think it through herself can't rely on anybody, otherwise she wasn't going to survive see so that feeling um, it doesn't have to be this dramatic, but it's about really hearing what that human being what went into that human being creating the belief system that has them in life troubled by something. And when you get there, you get complete understanding. And as a facilitator, you can really teach to that. It's very easy to teach to that. As a partner, you're just deeply connected and you're close. Um, So that's what I mean by it. That's what I mean by it.
3: Yeah, that was a very, very good example because I uh, definitely, you know, when I was listening to you telling the story, like I could feel, right, the connection, the bond which is happening when we see another human being. Yeah. Uh, And and as a facilitator, you know what occurred to me? So at some point, I guess, you know, being connected to another person, um, something jumped at me because, you know, Maybe with this grounding, right? I see things a little bit di- different. And when it does jump, it it's sort of like becomes quite obvious wow, that's um, how I see what, what's creating the suffering, the struggle, the block there. Um, yeah, and the conversation then sort of like has the ground under it on which to stand.
0: That's right. a beautiful way of sharing it.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, you. yeah. As a, I think that's that's really true. I think that's a nice way of describing how the intelligence shows you something. For for uh, Elena here, it jumps out. Uh, it's kind of like. Uh, well, I just want, I just want to see um, Jurassic World three D and it jumps out at you.
3: <laughs>
0: it jumps out at you like this. You see something, and you're grounding, meaning your understanding of the principles serves that. See, it jumps out at you what they're, what they're about, what's going on for them, and how to speak to that from your understanding of the principles. So really, you're searching for that. That's the listening, You're searching for that. And it doesn't mean that you're just quiet going on the search. You're talking with them and and you're inside, inside you. You're in the consciousness of trying to search for their humanity. And as you keep going at it with people and you keep going for it, something jumps out. Something occurs to you. That's how I talk about it. Something occurs to you. Oh, my God, that's where you're stuck. And you say, geez, I really see what it is now for you. My gosh, Um, I'm sorry you had to go through that. But look, can we talk about something here? I see something here about the nature of your thinking that can help you. And you're off to teaching now. And then you listen to what you taught. Oh, my God, that was beautiful. See what we get from the three people that share you. We get so much richness That's why I want to leave time for you, for all of us uh, to share. And it doesn't mean that (laughs) you have to share and there's rich you. You know, now I don't want to put anybody on the spot for the next call. It's just that it naturally comes from your questions um, or something you've seen on the call. Well, it's really time for us to stop. And so I want to conclude with telling you that, again, you're going to, the recording is going to be available for you for download on my website, www.threephreeprinciplesinstitutealloneword.org. And if people have more questions, you can email me at dr. doctor doctor mark, mark howard h o w a r d at comcast.net. So I hope you enjoyed this, and I'm looking forward to us getting together again in June. Thank you all for being here, taking the time out of your schedule to join us. And, um, again, uh, it just made the tele very rewarding for me. All right, have a good month. Talk with you in July, in July. Our next one is July. Okay, folks, take care. Bye.
1: The conference is now completed. Goodbye.
0: Welcome to the conference.